It's Your Health Radio, a special podcast series presented by Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Here's Melanie Cole. While colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer in both men and women, incident rates have been decreasing for the past two decades, and mortality rates from colorectal cancer have also declined in both men and women. This is in large part due to improvements in early detection and treatment. Here to speak with us about colon cancer and early detection is Dr. Human Fekrazad. He's a medical oncologist and a member of the medical staff at Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Fekrazad. So what are the risk factors of colon cancer, and is there a genetic predisposition? Uh, good afternoon. Um, as you mentioned, my name is Human Fekrazad. I am a medical oncologist. Uh, regarding the colorectal risk factors, genetic uh, uh, predisposition is very important. Uh, obviously, there are two main genetic disorders that we are very concerned in patients with uh, colorectal cancer. One of them is familial adenomatous polyposis. Uh, in these individuals, patients have more than 1,000 polyps throughout their colon, and uh, these polyps transform to colon cancer. The other one is hereditary non-polyposis colorectal cancer, so-called Lynch syndrome, uh, in contrast to the first disease that I mentioned, these patients have very uh, limited number of polyps throughout their lifetimes, less than five polyps, um, and um, uh, these patients are also prone to have other cancers such as endometrial cancer or uterine cancer in females, ovarian cancer, as well as other cancers such as pancreatic cancers in both men and women. Um, so uh, for us, it's important to identify this patient and prevent of um, getting disease uh, when it comes to the later stage of the disease. So what are some signs and symptoms that would even send somebody to see a physician about getting checked for colon cancer? Uh, so the signs and symptoms of colon cancer uh, varies in individuals. Some patients present with uh, gastrointestinal symptoms, such as having constipation or passing blood in their stool. Some patients have different uh, changes in the caliber of the stool, uh, sometimes they can present with bloating or abdominal discomfort, and, but patients may present with some weight loss uh, or um, anemia, which is a sign of a chronic blood loss. Uh, so as I mentioned, it varies in different individuals, uh, different, depends on their age and um, the stage of presentation, but usually they present with some constipation, abdominal discomfort, and unintentional weight loss. So what tests can be done to detect and diagnose colon cancer? Speak about colonoscopy a bit. So sure. Um, so colonoscopy is one of the tests that we usually do. Uh, we um, uh, obviously prep the patient to make sure that there is no uh, stool in the colon. And uh, obviously gastroenterologists, um, they put the patient under conscious sedation or anesthesia for these procedures. Uh, throughout the colonoscopy, they look at um, the colorectal area, as well as sigmoid colon, a descending colon, transverse colon, and all the way to the ascending colon, and cecum. And so if there's any polyps or any masses throughout the colon, they usually biopsy uh, to identify if the patient has uh, early stage of cancer. But colonoscopy is only done to detect the cancer inside of the colon, and obviously we need to do CAT scan or MRI to identify if the disease is beyond the colon in other areas such as the lymph node or liver or lungs or any other areas of the body. So if somebody does have a colonoscopy and colon cancer is detected, tell us what's done next. What's the first line of treatment for colon cancer? I think that's a very good question, and to answer your question, it depends on the stage of the disease. 
uh, we use the staging system to identify if the disease is limited to the colon or is the, or, or in other organs. So if the disease is limited to the colon, which is the stage one or two disease, surgery is the first line of treatment. So the uh, surgeons, they remove the area of uh, colon, which is affected with the cancer, and uh, the regional lymph nodes, uh, which is usually uh, very important to identify if the disease is beyond the colon. But if the disease is, is limited to the colon, there is no other treatment necessary for these patients. So that's why we would like to see the patient at the earliest stage of the disease when the disease is, uh, you know, cured by surgery alone. But God forbid, if the disease is beyond the colon, it depends on the location. If it's in the lymph node, it's called a stage 3 disease, and we give them chemotherapy for six months, and still the aim is to cure the patient. Uh, but if the disease is beyond the colon and lymph node and is in other organs such as liver or lungs, the patient has a stage 4 disease, surgery is not going to change the patient's outcome, and therefore you only recommend chemotherapy for these patients. Um, so um, to answer your question, it depends on the uh, location and the stage of the disease. The treatment varies. So sometimes surgery is, in, is sufficient, and sometimes we have to give chemotherapy or radiation in selected patients. So that was going to be my next question. Are there adjuvant therapies along with chemotherapy? If it's a later stage, radiation, what else are you doing? So uh, for patients with uh, rectal cancer, we give them chemotherapy and radiation. The, re- the reason is uh, uh, radiation is uh, adding some benefits to the patient's outcome to prevent cancer coming back in the pelvic area. And also if the patient requires to have surgery, we minimize the risk of having colostomy bags, which is something permanent patients usually carry on uh, with the bag. And unfortunately, the feces go through the bag get empty. So it's not convenient for the patient. Therefore, for a patient with rectal cancer, we add radiation to improve the patient's outcome by minimizing the risk of having uh, colostomy bags. What is some of the latest latest research, Dr. Fekrazad, on colon cancer? Are you looking at targeted therapies or immunotherapy? Give us a little blueprint for future research. Sure. Uh, So as I mentioned, in patients who have genetic disorder, such as Lynch syndrome, there is a new breakthrough um, treatment, which is immunotherapy for these patients, uh, that patients prevent having disease going to other organs. So immunotherapy is becoming some um, tools for us to utilize in patients with uh, some genetic predisposition to get a colorectal cancer. But uh, for other patients, we have learned a lot about the KRAS, BRAF, and NRAS. And these are some markers uh, on, the, on the surface of the cancer cells that we can identify, and there are targeted therapy for these individuals. Uh, so there are medications designed to control the patient who have a KRAS uh, wild-type disease, uh, which uh, prevent of disease going to the liver and lungs. Um, so uh, to summarize, I would like to mention that um, in 2017 that we have better tools to control the cancers uh, when it goes to other organs in terms of genetic alteration, and some surface antigens that we identify uh, on the surface of the cancer cell. If someone asks you, Dr. Fekrazad, about ways to prevent and diet, they hear about all of these kinds of things, whether eating more fiber can help you to prevent colon cancer. What do you tell them? So I I tell them that lifestyle modification is the key um, diets that are high in red and processed meats, such as beef, lamb, and hot dogs. 
may increase your uh, colorectal cancer risk. Uh, frying, grilling, broiling, and other methods of cooking meat are uh, at very high temperatures. Uh, create some chemicals that may contribute to uh, increased risk of colorectal cancer. Um, in contrast, diets uh, rich in fruits, vegetables, and high-fiber grains may help reduce the risk of uh, getting cancers. Smoking is the other uh, um, substance associated with uh, uh, colorectal cancer, and heavy alcohol uh, consumption also can be the contributing factors. So individuals who stay to the healthy diet eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, and, you know, they eat, I, I eat uh, meat, but I'm not eating a lot of meat. So as, as long as you can control your diet and have a limited amount of red and processed meat, and not drinking too much alcohol or smoking, obviously. Um, if you have a balanced diet, uh, rich in fruits and vegetables, you should be fine. And obviously, if you do a colonoscopy starting age of 50 uh, to remove the polyps, because polyps are important to be removed before it turns to cancer, it takes about approximately 10 years for this process. We tend to offer them colonoscopy at age of 50. But if you have genetic predisposition, we started at earlier age. Thank you so much, doctor, for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.